Don Mockholtz, and you are listening to Looking Up with Don. This is the Looking Up with Don podcast, episode number 104, for the week of December 29th, 2021. The related website for this podcast is donmacholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z.com, two H's. What's up in the sky this week? As our week begins on Wednesday, December 29th, the moon is 25% full in the morning sky, a crescent rising just a few hours before sunrise. By next Tuesday, January 4th, the moon will be a slim crescent in our evening sky. The moon passes well south of the planet Venus on January 2nd and 3rd. On those two nights, you will not see either, as both will be close to the sun in the strong evening twilight. On January 3rd, the moon passes south of the planet Mercury. On December 31st, in the morning sky, the moon passes south of the planet Mars. That morning, as seen from the Western Hemisphere, the thin crescent moon will be between the red planet Mars and the red star Antares. That's December 31st. New moon, and this time the moon passes a few degrees south of the sun, is on Sunday, January 2nd at 1832 Universal Time. Venus does its disappearing act this week as it prepares to pass north of the sun and into the morning sky. Those in the northern hemisphere may be able to see it even when it is close to the sun if you know exactly where to look. Actually, even those in the southern hemisphere can see Venus near the sun in the daytime. Comet Leonard has been putting on an excellent show these last two weeks. It has outburst several times, perhaps every three or four days. In binoculars and to the unaided eye, it looks great, with a tail several degrees long. Photographs in CCD imaging, most of which being done by amateur astronomers, show a lot of detail in the comet's tails. Such detail is too faint to be seen visually, the imaging does a much better job of picking it up. Comet Leonard will be closest to the sun on Monday, January 3rd, so we may be in for a few more surprises with this comet. Podcast 103, Map 3, that's last week's podcast, has positions for Comet Leonard, but note that this map is oriented for the Southern Hemisphere observers. On New Year's Eve at midnight, when we ring in the new year, the bright star Cirrus will be near the central meridian. Now, the central meridian is the imaginary line running through the sky's north pole and south pole, and it runs overhead. It stays stationary as the Earth rotates underneath it, and the sky moves through it. It just so happens that Sirius, the brightest star in the nighttime sky, is near the central meridian. 
If you are like me, you stick your head out the door at midnight to hear the fireworks and gunshots your friendly neighbors are setting off to bring in the new year. When you do that, look up and see the star Cirrus with the constellation Orion to the northwest of it. For those of us in the northern hemisphere, Cirrus will be high in the southern sky. The further south you go, the higher in the sky it will be. The James Webb Space Telescope was launched on December 25th and is on its way to its new home, one million miles outside of the Earth's orbit. So far, everything is okay. We have a meteor shower coming up this week, the first major meteor shower of the year. It is known as the Quadrantids, named after the constellation from where the meteors appear to originate as they streak across the sky. Just that this constellation, Quadrans Morales, no longer exists. It was invented in 1795 and lasted more than 100 years. But the International Astronomical Union Commission on Constellations in 1922 took this constellation off the list. In 1922, the IAU named 88 constellations. This one must have been number 89. Nevertheless, the radiance is the area near the northern part of the constellation Buoys, which is just south of the Big Dipper. The radiant rises about midnight local time and is highest in the sky at morning twilight, so this is a morning meteor shower. Those in the southern hemisphere will not see many of the quads as the radiant will be too low in the sky. This shower has a very narrow peak. That is, if you're a few hours early or late, you won't see as many. But hit the right time, and you may see up to 100 meteors per hour. The peak is expected to be on the night of January 2nd and 3rd. More specifically, January 3rd at 2040 Universal Time, which favors the eastern hemisphere of the Earth. For those in the Western Hemisphere, try the mornings of Sunday, January 2nd, and Monday, January 3rd. The moon will not be up, so the sky should be dark if it's clear. Next year, 2023, the moon will be almost full on this night, and the year after that, 2024, it will be half full in the morning sky. So this is the year for the quads. Most meteor showers come from comets, which leave their dust in a path that the Earth travels through each year. An asteroid, 2003 EH1, might be responsible for this shower. But this asteroid appears to be part of the Machholz complex. The Machholz complex is a real thing, invented by comet and meteor people about 15 years ago. It took me by surprise, as no one said to me, hey, Don, we're going to name this the Machholz Complex. It just happened, and for a good reason. The comet that I discovered on May 12, 1986, periodic comet Machholz 1, 
which later picked up the permanent designation 96P Machos, appears to be responsible for two families of comets, this asteroid, and several meteor showers. This comet orbits the sun every 5.3 years and will be back in 13 months. The orbit is not stable, but continually changing, osculating, flipping over on its angle to the planets and changing shape every 4,000 years. Along the way, it has shed material and objects that have littered the solar system with debris. This whole thing is called the Machholz Complex. One object connected to the Machholz Complex is the asteroid 2003 EH-1. One recent study suggests that the quads have two peaks, the sharp peak described above and a shallower peak lasting many weeks that is caused directly by Comet 96P. Will you be able to see the International Space Station this week, which for our purposes begins Wednesday, December 29th through Tuesday, January 4th? It depends upon where you are located. This week we have five zones. Three of them will not see the International Space Station at all this week. All you need to know is your latitude. North of 63 degrees north, you will not see it. And south of 45 degrees south, you will not see the International Space Station this week. And finally, the equatorial zone. Between 30 degrees north and 10 degrees south, you will not see the ISS this week. So the poles and the equator are out. Between 30 and 60 degrees north, the ISS is in your morning sky. Most of you will see it every morning, sometimes twice per night. Those in the southern part of this band, between 30 and 35 degrees north, will not start seeing it until the last few days of the week. That's January 2nd and 3rd. And between 10 degrees south and 45 degrees south, the ISS will be in your evening sky. Those in the north part of the band from 10 to 25 degrees south will not see it in your evening sky for the first part of the week, only near the end of the week. To determine where it will be in your sky, go to the website heavens-above.com and enter your location, then click on ISS. We have several comets in our sky this week besides Comet Leonard. They are plotted on Podcast 104, Maps 1 and 2. For more detailed real-time positions and maps, go to this website, heavens-above.com, and click on Comets. Next year, 2022, will bring us two solar eclipses and two lunar eclipses. The solar eclipses are partial, and the lunar eclipses are total. For many of us, the most interesting eclipse of 2022, and perhaps a highlight of the year, 2022, astronomically speaking, will be the total lunar eclipse of Sunday night, May 15th. For much of the Western Hemisphere, it will be visible in the early evening hours. 
To recap the podcast, what's up this coming week? Comet Leonard continues to put on a good show in our southern evening sky. Venus will disappear before the comet does and get out to see the meteor shower early next week. You have been listening to Looking Up with Don, podcast episode number 104 for December 29th, 2021. I'm Don Mockholtz. Once again, the related website for this podcast is donmockholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z dot com. Two H's. You can contact me by email at dontheastronomer at gmail.com. Once again, that is dontheastronomer at gmail.com. God willing and pod willing, I'll be back next week for another episode of Looking Up with Don. We will discuss what's up in the sky. We will still be talking about Comet Leonard, and the planet Mercury will be creeping into our evening sky. Thank you for listening. See the sky this week. I'll see you next week.